Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and we are kicking it up in this hour of the show. Hello, Mr. B. Howdy, Pat. I think I think they prepared this show for us today. Yes. For me and you. You ready? Who's Her- they? You they. speak of them. Yeah. They. Who you know, them? them. Those, those them? people. Them peeps? <laughs> those peeps. All right. Yeah, because here's what we're talking about. We have a visit from Fire It Up host C.J. Lou. Setting your weight loss goals for the summer, Mr. Benny. Cool. Setting, which means actually losing weight in some circles. That's good. Uh, what are your goals? Uh, want to look awesome for your upcoming reunion? Do you want to make a permanent change, Benny? Do you want to get that buff look? That's six-pack, and I'm not talking about Coors beer. I think I've already got it. And hey, I appreciate that, representing beer. I, I do like it. I've been I know. Cutting You're a back. beer man. I've been cutting back quite a bit, though. Oh, have you? It is, it's bikini season season, so, you know. No. Yeah, that's why I'm looking forward to it for myself. Okay. So are you like a Speedo guy? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Text might be floating wait. around. A little, banana, here we go. a little banana hammock action. All right. C.J. Lewis is a woman on a mission. <laughs> well, I can't wait. I don't think she even understands what she's going oh, to sure, joining us does. today sure. with this topic. Yeah, you know, her job is to fire people up. She does that through a radio show. She does it through her phenomenal coaching session. And, you know, she knows how to get people to move in the directions that they want to go. Uh, we've heard a little bit about her corporate life and what led her to become this phenomenal life coach. Today, she's taken on a conversation which is on the minds of so many people. And that is this idea of carrying a few extra LBs around or so. But she's joining us to help us get these goals set up and to actually achieve them. CJ, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Dr. Pat. It's always fun to be with you. So this is a topic, right? I mean, you were saying before the break that, uh, you know, you've been getting a lot of questions, a lot of comments on this. What is it about weight loss that's on everybody's mind and what's your experience with it? Yeah, you know, what I've noticed is that I have a bunch of friends who are going through either high school or college reunions, and I've literally had about four or five people ask me about weight loss in the last two weeks, and I thought, okay, this is on people's minds. But, <laughs> you know, it's summertime, and you see the advertisements are shown the stores, you see bikinis, and then kind of like an instant red alert, I think, goes off in your head. Oh, my God, it's <laughs> that time. And my own personal experience was that, you know, I spent probably um, – probably a year and a half to two years trying to lose weight, trying all different things. I am a workout fiend, so I I don't have the problem of working out. I work out almost five times a week, but I did have a problem with diet, I think. But I did try everything from, like, energy work, all these different things. And finally, I did um, just bite down, bite the bullet and, like, you know, started counting my calories and finally lost, like, gosh, I think I lost, like, over 30 pounds. 
I actually had the uh, perimenopausal thing that uh-huh. goes on. Yeah. We were all of a sudden like, I weighed one weight my entire life. When I was younger, I could eat anything. I'd right. Like eat hamburgers, candy, hot fudge sundaes, not gain a pound. Never. Weighed the same weight for my entire life. Had kids. Um, kind of got back to my normal weight, maybe five pounds extra. And then something happened with my hormones. And, oh, my God, I kept on, I just couldn't stop gaining weight. I gained maybe 20, 30 pounds in a period of two years. And um, it was last November that I thought, okay, I can't take it anymore. I've got to do something. And a friend of mine had recommended this one diet, and I was doing that. Um, and it really wasn't a diet so much as I think a commitment to actually lose weight, which I didn't really have before. I kind of was somewhat committed, not committed. Well, isn't it interesting? Uh, because we have all sorts of like things going on around the word diet. So let's talk about that for a minute. You know, this idea around diet. You know, people are like, oh, don't call it that. Call it, call it weight management. I don't yeah. call it that. Call it, you know, Getting fit. I mean, is is part of this the fact that, you know, we have some self-esteem issues that we can't even say the word diet? I mean, it's the dreaded diet. I mean, is it an emotional thing? Or what is it that happens with that? I mean, what went, what went on with you? I know what went on with me. Well, yeah, I think actually here's the thing. I think that um, I just had um, Jeanette Folda on at uh, the Fired Up with CJ show. You can check it out on my website um, at www.firedupwithcj.com. Um, but uh, one of the things that she said is that I think that um, um, diet is probably not a super helpful term because I think diet in our minds now is um, is related to constriction, um, starving yourself, putting you on some type of thing that's really extreme and not helpful. And I think that her approach and I think my approach as well is viewing it as a lifestyle change where you know, my life now is going to be about watching what I'm eating and being really conscious about eating healthy things. And I think that, and not, and, and being okay when I don't, which I think is the main point, because I think that a lot of diets, you know, what happens is you eat, you know, acai or, you know, you do something, <laughs> and you're eating that only for two weeks or a month, and your your body doesn't, one, it's not good for your body, I think. Your body doesn't crave that. Your body craves variety. And you know what? Sometimes your body craves junk, like a hot fudge sundae. And if you view that instead of a diet, because usually diets have the short time horizon, like I'm going to do it for two weeks, right, and lose the seven pounds, versus I'm going to do this a lifetime, then when you actually, uh, uh, you know, go through eating, you know, five pounds of whatever. Exactly. (laughs) You can go, well, I have a lifetime to change it. (laughs) <laughs> versus a diet usually is prescribed period with a certain amount of calories and restrictions of variety and types of food. So I think that's the key difference. Well, you know, everywhere you turn around, there's a pill, potion, a lotion, or something going on about, you know, what to eat, what not to eat, what are allergies, what are not allergies. But setting goals seems to be some of the most uh, difficult things to do for a lot of people. Um, uh, it, what, what are some of the the... the what should I call? It? What should I say? Some of the mistakes we make in setting goal and goals, and what are the right ways to do this so that we can actually achieve what we want to achieve? Well, I think actually one of the things that we don't do is we don't even set a goal. We just kind of complain generally without stating a very specific sense of what we want to do. And then even when we do have some form of a goal, it's not really clear in our heads what we want that to be. So let's say I'm like, I'm just really unhappy with my job. Okay, well, what's the goal? 
oh, well, the goal is uh, to get a new job. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> well, what, what are you unhappy about with your job? Or, you know, so we can do the same thing with weight. I want to just lose weight. Well, how many pounds do you want to weigh? I, I, I don't know, like, you know, five pounds less. Okay, well, what would that, how would your life be different? How, you know, we don't do enough about kind of getting clarity around the goal. Is what I see is most, it happens with most clients, is they don't have clarity with why are they doing it, um, what, what are the things that are going to get in their way of achieving that goal. There, sometimes there are psychological beliefs that we have that aren't really helpful right. in the way of achieving that goal. Well, you know, it's really interesting. Uh, for years, I carried around a thought. And people would talk about weight and weight loss and, you know, and they talk about what size they are. I mean, the whole size thing is crazy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, who size three? Really? You know, I was born a size 12. I don't know how I'm going to be like a size three. Are you feeling me here? (laughs) And I'm saying, I don't, I don't think I ever was a size three, but we've got this public image of these things. And, you know, and we set these goals that may or may not be realistic. How do you help people get to the goals that are going to work for them as individuals? Mm, that's a really good question. You know, I think that, um, you know, most people that I have, here's the thing, in coaching, um, I actually believe that their goal is realistic. I mean, I, the only ways that you can actually really ask them is like, well, okay, so, you know, have you ever, you know, have you ever weighed that amount, you know, at your lightest? No. It's like, okay, well, you know, do you think that that's a realistic goal? Um, you know, so I think that that's the way that I usually do it. But a lot of coaching is presuming that the person and what they want makes sense. Right, right. So it's a little bit different modality, I think, than maybe one that... that... Well, exactly. I mean, you know, if you are working with me, right, I would be saying the same thing to you. I would be saying, CJ, let me just tell you, sister, I have never been a size five. Right. How are we going to get there from where I am, like, today to that? Uh, I see. Okay, got it. So if you came to me and said I wanted to be a size 5, I'd say, so what need would be fulfilled? And you said, and I've never been. I was born a size 12. I want to be a size 5. Then I would say, what? so what would you get if you were a size 5? And you'd say, I would feel, you know, more comfortable in my body. I would feel. Oh, no, here, let me give you the answer. You ready? Yeah. It's going to be shocking. You ready? Yeah, a hot, it on me, sister. <laughs> a hot date. I would get a hot date. Uh, uh, well, now I have to. Now I have to work with CJ on my dating issues. <laughs> but come on, well, you know what see, I'm trying really, to say. Now we figured out what the real go- goal is, right? It's really about getting a hot date. <laughs> or, or one of the other things is, you know, in media, like we are, right? Uh, now we got the camera in the studio. It used to be radio. It's not radio anymore. Everybody's doing video, this, that, and the other thing. So I think people are just more self-conscious of how they look. Yeah, you, you know, and and you know, every time you're walking around, somebody's either clipping your picture or so, you know what I'm trying to say. Yes, we just y- yeah. So don't you think? Okay, we're not really happy with the way we look. Let's hold that thought from when we come back. You know, am I trying to be more healthy? Actually, in my case, it is about health as well. But here is the other thing. You know, part of it is not. You know, who are we trying to please here? Fire it up with CJ. CJ Lou's joining us here today. We're going to take that question and much more. How are you going to be able to set goals that you want to achieve around weight loss, everybody? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Joe and my very special guest, CJ Lou.
Hi, Katya here from Urban Wellness, your local herb shop, with your herbal tip of the week, stinging nettle. Not simply a plant to avoid brushing up against while in the woods, this plant is an important herb. Harvest fresh with gloves, and you can add this leafy green food to soups, lasagna, or make as a tea. High in minerals such as iron and calcium, nettle leaf has antihistamine and anti-inflammatory effects, so it's a good ally for those with seasonal allergies. Thanks for tuning in to my herbal tip of the week. Come see us at 103 Lake Street South in Kirkland, Washington, or online at urbanwellness.net. Hi, I'm Paul Bland. Did you know there is only one truly perfect food protein produced by nature? It can bring dramatic results to your health, your appearance, and overall performance. Introducing Action Way. No other protein supplement on the market has been able to achieve the incredible health benefits of Action Way while still achieving a taste that is better than a malt shop shake. Action Way for the way nature intended. Visit seaandearth.com. That's S-E-A and earth.com for more information. Hey, have you heard about Foss Farms dressings? Foss Farms uses locally grown herbs and berries to create unique salad dressings that are a small slice of heaven. Unlike mass-produced salad dressings, they are made in small batches to protect the integrity of the unique tastes. Choose from raspberry, cranberry, blackberry, marionberry, and creamy herbal Provencal. All Foss Farms products are 100% vegan and are certified gluten-free and certified kosher. Go to Foss Farms in Hi, I'm Dr. Lucinda Messer. Are you interested in protecting yourself from skin cancer this summer? Make certain that you allow the sun to help you with this by exposing your skin to the midday sun for only enough time to acquire a minimal erythemic dose, a mild blanching to your skin. Usually this takes 20 to 30 minutes for most Caucasians. Then you apply the sunscreen. This allows your body to produce vitamin D and protects you from developing skin cancer. Remember to never burn. Visit my website, PowerfulD.com. Get ready to feel more alive. Alive with a Deal brings you the truth behind things you experience every day, ways you can heal yourself, and choices that make you feel truly alive. A Deal is a true Renaissance man, a world-renowned yoga master, naturopathic doctor for 10 years, an attorney, and has degrees in physics, math, hypnotherapy, massage, operatic singing, plus he's an expert in green home building. Alive with a Deal discusses health for your body, from heartache to heartburn, your mind, from judgment to joy, your home, from cooking to color and your spirit so you can bring forth your talents hidden deep within. A deal bravely discusses things most people wouldn't touch. Delivered with compassion, integrity, and wit. Alive with a deal is about your own healing so that you feel more alive. Tune in each Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on Transformation Talk Radio and Alternative Talk. Feel more alive. Alive with a deal. Thanks for bringing that up. It's either that or barbecue. Oh, my gosh. Don't even mention barbecue. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's so good. What's your favorite? Like barbecue ribs? Yes, right now, Mm. especially in the season, too. Get all lubed up with the barbecue sauce and don't touch me. 
Uh, it's a good one. Well, we're talking. And yeah, you can take that however you want to. <laughs> and say, okay, can these two even set mm. any goals? A visit from Fire yes. Up host CJ Lou, setting your weight loss goals for the summer and for the rest of your life. CJ, thank you for joining us here today. I think, um, as we were saying before the break, uh, and during the break, you know, there are goals and there are choices. And, and, you know, and I was sharing with you that for me, and Benny, I think, can relate to this. Uh, I would diet and, and do diet uh, because I do want to feel good. So, you know, my health really drove me to the whole weight management. But there was also a nutritional aspect of this. The other part of this is I also want to look good. You know, I mean, uh, there's a part of me that wants to feel and look good about oneself. Mm-hmm. And people really put that down in our society, you know, almost to the point of saying, oh, that's, you know, you're vain. You know, what, what are you doing that so you look good? I, you know, I don't really understand the phenomenal. You're a coach. You've, done, you've interviewed a ton of people around this. Um, so I need to really get a sense of where you are with that as a coach. But before we do, take a moment, give out your website and your phone number. Sure. Um, so my website for my radio show is www.fireitupwithcj.com, and my coaching site is www.myholelife.net. So my, W-H-O-L-E, life.net. Okay. So, all right. Feeling good, looking good, having great health. Setting goals, making choices, how do these things all relate to each other or not? Well, I think actually here's the thing. I think that the the distinction that you're making is that, you know, feeling good, looking good, I'm hearing that that's a, um, a subjective thing and something that you're going to define on your own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that there's a difference when you're doing that to please other people versus when you're doing it to please yourself. And what I'm hearing from you is that you're doing it to please yourself. I mean, yeah. you want to feel good and I look do. good so that when you look at yourself in the mirror, you feel great versus someone like, you know, your your friends or the public looking at you and saying, oh, she looks good and feels good. That feels more, um, that you know, maybe that falls into what your uh, friends call as vain. But, you know, in reality, we all have an external and an internal lens. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah, so the reality is that that's just the way it is, you know. So, you know, if your friends are like, oh, you know, why you, you shouldn't do that, you're like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, but this is reality. The reality is I don't feel good on the inside, and, you know, I am a public persona, and I do have to watch what I look like on the outside, and I think you should just tell them to go away. That's not helpful. Tell them to go away with their comments. It's not helpful. You have a goal. Those kind of comments are not helpful. Tell your friends that, Pat. Well, yeah, what what happens is, you know, people are commenting. They're saying, wow, you look really good. You really look good. Uh, and then they say, wow, we were really worried about you. I mean, so you get a sense of no. how really bad you look last year, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like, oh, man. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like last year, yeah. nobody says anything to you. Well, last year wasn't a good year health-wise for me. It was I had things to be concerned about. Yeah. But, you know, we have to make some choices around dieting, you know, and, and what we eat. That doesn't mean that there aren't days where I'm not going to have ice cream. Yeah, absolutely. Right? In fact, you have to give yourself ice cream because if you don't, you'll binge and go berserk. If you don't give yourself, you know, a small cup of ice cream, and probably one day you'll go and eat like a gallon of ice cream because the body can only sustain scarcity for certain periods of time. And that's just it. So, you know, what are some tips in setting goals that you can share with us 
for well, people. You know, because, yeah, you know, it, summer's like creeping up. In this part of the country, we're creeping. On the East Coast, our, our affiliate station and some of the other places that people are listening, summer, they didn't have a spring. They got yeah, a summer. Yeah, They're yeah. already wearing the shorties. Yeah, you know, I think actually, first of all, is that a, a realistic goal, one of the things is you can look at your body mass index, and there's a high and low range uh, for your weight for your particular height. And so go and pick one. You know, one of the things, again, I was talking to Jeanette Folda um, last week, and she said, you know, she actually picked the higher of the two numbers for her weight. She took the highest possible weight that she could possibly be for her height, not because, you know, she had big bones or whatever, because she thought, you know what, I can achieve that. <laughs> I'd rather do something that's on the high side than the low side and be depressed and I'm never at the low side. Right. Am I, I'm such a hyper-perfectionist that I try to go for the low number. You know, so I actually, you know, for me, I actually just go for the number, like, uh, one of the things that they say is that your body has a natural happy weight, and for me, I've always weighed um, a certain weight my entire life, and so that's my goal is to weigh that weight. That's your happy happy weight? Yeah, it's like I literally from high school on to when I was, like, maybe 35, I weighed that weight my entire life. So I think, like, that's where my body wants to be. And it's, it's higher on the BMI than for my height. I'm probably, like, in the midpoint for my height. Right. Um, but, you know, there's all sorts of, you know, those those BMI metrics are kind of difficult because I have a lot more muscle weight because I work out a lot. So, you know, I don't know really. And I have I have um, pretty dense bones. So I, I don't really know how to use those things. But those things all correlate in the BMI. Well, i got to tell you, for years I walked around and be like, oh, you know what, I'm big boned. I'm big boned. And finally my doctor said to me, you are not big bones. <laughs> you do not have big bones. Put you, look at your wrist. You know what I'm saying? So we come up yeah. with these little stories that help us to explain, you know, why we're not achieving our goals. What's reasonable to expect of folks Wait, right and now? I, I actually have to go back to the wrist thing because mm-hmm. your wrist may be a small bone, but you actually, you know how they, they had all those different body types? Like yeah. They, yeah. So I think that the bone, your wrist isn't the only metric on your bone. <laughs> story, just to be to go back to that. So, what but was Benny's? Benny's got a big wrist. Benny's got. Well, how do you pick? You got. I a, have small wrists. No, you do. Yes, really? I do. I okay. really do. Okay. Uh, to, uh, okay. to the average Joe, I, I take do. it back. He's got a big watch. I have long. He's got arms. a big watch on That's his wrist. That's my thing. I have long uh, arms. You do. That's my. I don't know whether called benefit or. You know. I don't know. Call yeah. what you will. Call what you will. Are you dieting now? Or are you back in the gym? You and I are back in the gym. I've been in the back in the gym for a while. Okay. I, I get up at 3 a.m. every day to go to the gym and then come straight oh, here. Oh every God. day, yeah. I got twin boys, so when else am I going to be able to No, do you're not. How do you pick a diet, CJ? Well, you know what? I actually tried a whole bunch of different things. <laughs> and, you know, the thing that it's, it's pretty simple. I think that the diets that I think I actually like are the South Beach diet. You know, the ones that are about um, eating protein and vegetables and cutting out carbohydrates. Those yeah. seem to work because the carbohydrates are the ones that will get you in terms of just fat and weight. And and I think that the, the, the crux of those diets, I mean, I'm not an expert on those diets, but the, the crux of those diets and the diet that I eventually did is that it's about getting your addiction from carbs removed or in yes. back in control. And I yeah. think that that's the key thing. Any diet that has a variety of foods um, that has some protein in it because um, protein is the key thing for satiety, which means that you feel satiated. You don't want to eat anymore because most of those diets that are like, just eat all vegetables. The problem is for most people, there's some people who I know are completely fine with eating vegetables 24-7. For me, I, 
I mean, I ended up just pounding peanut butter and nuts because I really needed protein. Yeah, me too, right. And so there's certain people who cannot live on vegetables alone, and so the kind of diets that have a big, you know, healthy piece of, you know, four ounces of chicken or or fish or whatever um, are pretty good diets because they keep you satiated for a really long time, and so you're not constantly craving and feeling um, deprived. And I think that those, any diet that doesn't leave you feeling deprived is probably a good one. And I think a lot of people, the reason why they've succeeded with South Beach and um, the Atkins is because you don't really feel deprived. Um, I think the only problem, as I understand, those diets are really old right now, but the Atkins, like it's like eating pounds of bacon. I don't know if that's really all that healthy. There's a ton of fat. They're right. probably leaner cuts. I've learned all sorts about meat and certain kinds of cuts of meat that are much leaner and actually relatively healthy, especially if they're grass-fed beef and they have higher quality protein that kind of thing yeah and i think you're right about that i mean you know there's uh things that some people are related to some people do a modified atkins diet and what i mean by that is that you know they find and i'm one of these people i find that i do much better eating uh very very um, high doses of protein, not not crazy, but yeah. that doesn't mean you throw the bacon and eat the pound of bacon either. No, no, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, someone actually told me the other day that they think it's related to blood type, and I was like, oh. There's a blood type diet. Did you know that? No, but someone said that you know there are certain people the pe- the kind of person with my blood type is more primitive. I guess I'm more primitive. I haven't evolved yet. But with those kind of people, they need more protein. Exactly. And if they don't have protein, they kind of go nuts, though. That's exactly. Funny. Well, you know, so what we're talking about really is, you know, pulling this together so that it fits each of our needs. Now, you said you worked out, you work out five times a week. How right. important is exercise, and how does one determine the right amount? Uh, well, here's the thing. I think Oddly, and, that, and, and I'm not saying I'm a big advocate for exercise. I do it five times a week, like I said. But if I were to actually do a little pie chart in terms of what actually resulted in weight loss for me, I was eating so poorly, and I think most people eat poorly, that the diet, if, you're gonna want, if you really want to lose the pounds on the scale, diet is one of the first and foremost things, probably more important than working out. But you should work out too, because when you work out, what happens is that you're actually um, – Oh, gosh, I wish I could remember what my um, my trainer told me. But you actually want to be building muscle mass because when you actually work out and you, you know, you're um, diminishing the amount of calories that you're eating, you're actually burning fat, but then you also can burn muscle. So in, in order to counteract that, you actually have to be working out and building muscle mass, meaning making lifting weights. And so the general formula for working out is you want to do Two to three times of weight. Yeah. Two to three times, you know, doing like, you know, half an hour weight, 15 minutes, whatever you can afford, you know, yeah. in terms of time. And then for cardio, I do five times a week of cardio because that's what burns the fat. And I think one of the things that um, they're now learning about cardio is that it used to be like, you know, do, you know, 40, 50, 60 minutes on like a low burn rate because the exactly. That's what they're now found that with newer research that it's better to do a little burst where you actually are on there for half an hour, but, you know, go for a minute where you're doing, you get your heart rate really, really high um, high up there. So for me, it's like 150, 160. I do that for a minute, then I go down to like 130, 140 for my right. age range, whatever. Right, and so you don't have to do it for an hour anymore. I mean, yeah. what they're saying is it's a shorter time. So my typical workout is three, two days out of the week, I do a weight workout and I do a half an hour cardio, and then the other two days I do a half an hour cardio. Now, like most people can do a half an hour cardio. 
That's it, especially now with our iPods. We can watch a movie. Yeah. Yeah. CJ, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. CJ Lou in the house. A lot of tips for how to get things moving in the direction you want to go. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Disease, one of the most dreaded words in our vocabulary. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know traditionally we have viewed disease as a degenerative process? Disease is better understood when we view it as disease in the human body. Disease means without ease. Health is not merely the absence of disease. It's when every part of the body works together effortlessly, relaxed and at ease. It's that relaxed state that lets energy flow in waves through and around the entire body. Every organ has an electrical charge. And when overcharged or undercharged, dis-ease occurs. And it is an effort to go through our day. We are able to determine the exact dis-ease of the body and design a specific solution to correct the nutritional imbalance. Contact us at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com. Hey guys, it's me, Dougal Fraser. What are you doing in June? Um, you're spending the weekend with me and medium John Holland, psychic Colette Barham reed and animal intuitive Danielle McKinnon at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Join us for Soul Connections, an event dedicated to learning about spirit guidance and soul strategies. There will be talks, Q&A, tons of live readings. Come join us. To register, go to www.eomega.org or call 1-800-944-1001. I just made the most amazing discovery. What's that? I've been searching for a way to save time in the kitchen and not sacrifice Larry's and my health. I finally found it. I ordered these amazingly delicious, quick, healthy meals online called Eastern Essence. Once I tried them, I realized why I hadn't found a solution till now. There's simply nothing like them in the grocery store. Wow, I didn't think it was possible to have a packaged food that's truly healthy. I know, but Eastern Essence is made with a special process that leaves 95% of the nutritional content there. Other organic convenience foods can't even come close to being this delicious and nutritious. That is amazing. They take less than 20 minutes to prepare, and Larry loves them. He's gazing at me the way he did when I used to cook everything from scratch. I think Eastern Essence is the way to a man's heart. (laughs) Eastern Essence, delicious organic Indian meals. Go to easternessence.com to order today. 